Formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here. Welcome to the very first episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. And for this very first episode, we thought it would be helpful if we actually took an opportunity to discuss why we would do a podcast like this. Yeah. So we had uh, this idea about a month ago. Mm-hmm. We, I think we had hoped to start the year with this. It was your this. idea. Was it my idea? Oh yeah, it was absolutely. And I've I've shared it with several people and everyone's like I don't know anyone who does it. Yeah. And I think there're going to be quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> coming out because people are just like that's so great. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I think so I mean, we'll just jump right in cuz we are going to try to keep these uh around 10 to 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. we're we're not trying to give you another sermon to listen to mm. every single week. I'll do my best. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to be to the podcast I wrangler. Yeah, that's that's what I feel like I've become is the podcast wrangler. So let's talk about why why do we think it is important for us to explain the whys behind mm-hmm. what we do. Sure. So why don't you kick us off with the very first one? Yeah, absolutely. I think number one is it really matters to us that people understand the whys behind what we do. Mm-hmm. I think, and I don't uh, think it necessarily matters to everybody. Like no. I, I don't know that every leader cares that everyone understands the why behind the decisions that they make, but it matters to us. It matters to us because I think at its core, Mm -hmm. you start a church Mm -hmm. because you feel like there's something lacking in the churches you've experienced. Otherwise Mm -hmm. you would just like, it would be be amazing if if I could find one that I was like, this is exactly what I wanted formation to be. So we don't need another church. Um, But one of those things, especially growing up in the church, like I have my whole life and all of that, um, I really don't like the lack of explanation around the whys behind what we do. Mm-hmm. And I just think there are a lot of things that I did like my whole life. And I was like, I'm not really sure what that is, but yeah. cool. Well, that yeah. is like, I mean, I've read so much stuff on like church and ministry leadership and had so, been in so many environments where the question is asked like, well, why do we do X, Y, or Z? And the answer oftentimes is, I don't really know. We've just always done that. Yeah. And I, that just personally just drives me insane. Mm-hmm. And if I were a member in a church and the answer was, I don't know, that's just the way we do it. That would just, I, that would not instill much confidence in the leaders that I'm following. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that, um, the average person, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't spend a ton of time thinking about church. Yeah. Um, and, and that's understandable. You have the whole rest of your life and churches yep. on Sunday. Maybe you've got your formation group, whatever the case might be. Yep. Um, but because this is what we do, um, we do spend a lot of time. And I think that it's, uh, helpful for people to understand that time has been invested. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. A second one would be we understand that confusion around some of these things has the opportunity to create conflict. Sure. And by that, I mean, like, sometimes when we don't understand the why behind something that we do, it can be a source of disunity. It can yeah. cause, and and that can cause conflict where, yeah. like, we have, like, whether they're big fights, small fights, even if it's no fight, even if it's just an internal fight where I feel internal conflict around like, well, I don't like that we do this. Yeah. It could be that the reason that you don't like it is because you don't understand why. Yeah. And so our goal in this is not even to convince everyone to agree with every single thing that we do. Sure. But we do think it would be a fail on our part as leaders in our church 
to not help people understand at least why. Yeah, absolutely. To be able to provide an explanation. What's number three? Uh, number three is that we want to help people learn to trust that we labor to make these decisions thoughtfully. And I kind of alluded to that a moment ago, uh, but there is, um, we get an opportunity to spend a lot of time talking. Uh, we sometimes take planning retreats, different things like that. Um, and I think sometimes people just make the assumption that something happens or something is started or stopped or changed or whatever. And it's just like, sort of like as the wind blows, so yeah. our decisions made. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's certainly not like, you know, a toot your own horn kind of thing. That's just never been how we do anything in the world. No. Uh, I think, um, I think there's a lot of time and energy and effort spent behind like, um, you know, going on a vacation or, uh, you know, what appliance am I going to buy? Or I mean, anything like that. And that's just kind of how God's wired both of us. We mm -hmm. have that in common. Um, and so I think it's really helpful to explain those things to people so that if they come in feeling like I'm really frustrated and they didn't even think this through or that kind of thing, uh, it gives us the ability to address here are the thoughts we put into it. Uh, we are not infallible. And so it's very plausible that we're not going to think of something. Yeah. Uh, but rest assured, the likelihood that we've given it quite a bit more thought um, than the average person is really high. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't even, I wouldn't even know what to guess. How many conversations, this is especially common with people who might be newer to our church, mm -hmm. where people will come in kind of hot, mm -hmm. like not necessarily mad, but just like, like where, where you can tell the underlying assumption on their part is this, you, you guys clearly didn't think about this. Right. And then when we have the opportunity they to to walk people through it i find that they learn two things number 1 oh they have thought about this quite mm -hmm. a bit this was not made off the cup and number 2 they don't make decisions in a silo which i think is really important in that even though we are not a what would be traditionally called a congregationally led church where the congregation the members vote on every decision we have a very very high level of voice and participation with the people who fully participate in the life of our church meaning mm -hmm. we don't we we tend to have an immense amount of conversation with, uh, when it comes to making decisions with the actual people who call our church home. Mm -hmm. And so I think this will give people an opportunity to get to experience and learn both of those things. Yeah. Um, a fourth reason would be we really want to build a knowledge base for people to draw yeah. So our hope is, it, it I, I, like you've even said, like the goal isn't even necessarily that the entire church listens to every episode of sure. this. But what inevitably is going to happen is we're going to get a conversation, like we're going to get a, an email from someone mm -hmm. that's like, hey, why do we X, Y, or Z? Yep. And rather than just have to write an email to yep. someone, we can actually send them a link to listen to us share our heart for yeah. 10, 15 minutes Absolutely. as an answer to that question. And I think that will be hugely beneficial. Yeah. And I think that, uh, especially if it's something that you're kind of frustrated about, uh, it's really easy to like, uh, interpret tone of voice in mm -hmm. an email different than it should be and all of that. Totally. And so this gives us the ability to flush it out a little bit better because the answer doesn't change based on the person asking the question. Yeah. And so it's just great to be able to have this sort of, uh, you know, knowledge base, Wikipedia, whatever you want to call it, a yeah. uh, resource for our church that they can both, uh, have for themselves. And then maybe you have a relative that comes or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a, a friend. parent or a friend yeah. that comes in there like, 
uh, I've never seen a church do that before. Why did you guys do that? And you'd have the ability to share the episode that really talks them through or listen to it to yourself so that you can answer in a really educated way. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing that I would say is we really want to help people have as much understanding as possible regarding who we are mm-hmm. and why we do. So, so since the the first church that we started from the mm-hmm. very earliest years, we had some iteration of some kind of newcomers something, yep. which was an opportunity more than anything for me to sit with people who are new to the church and to share with them who we are. Yep. And I have tried to be extremely transparent and direct and, and honest on the front end to say, hey, our goal in this is to give you as much information as possible on the front end about mm-hmm. who we are so that you can make an informed decision about, is this really the community that God is inviting me to put down roots in? Yep. Because one thing that might be unique about um, our church in general, or maybe me in particular sure. as, as a church planner is... I, I don't live under the weight of this like immense insecurity that every single person come to our church. Right. Like if people don't want to be in our church, I really don't want people to be here. Not because right. I don't love them, not because we don't care about them, but because we really want to be a community that is walking with Jesus together mm-hmm. and is like pretty pumped about who we are, who God's called us to be, all of that. Sure. And so this will give us an opportunity to continue to just provide one more avenue, I guess, to be mm-hmm. able to give people that information. So again, this is a tremendous resource, not only for people who have been here for a while, but for people who will continue to come over the course of this new year yep. to be able to do a deep dive into who we actually are. Yeah. And I think even as someone who has taught some of those like newcomer yeah. type things, um, we would always, I would always end uh, praying and communicating, like first praying that God would either like light your heart on fire to be a part of this place yep. or he would call you somewhere else. Yep. And I think that uh, what I would always communicate is that if you're here and something you heard has made you decide this is not for you, yep. like come talk to me because totally. I might know of a place that does what you're looking for differently because what I want, I love, love, love our church mm-hmm. and I want everyone who comes here to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And I get that one of the reasons that I get to love it is that I get to be in in a position where I get to be a part of a lot of the decisions that are made and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, and so I get that that's not true for everyone. Um, and so there are inevitably going to be some things that you maybe don't agree with or love or that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. But in general, if the way things are being done, like, you know, like quenches your spirit or your passion for the church, Mm -hmm. it's time to look for a new church home. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that is one thing that I do. I just, as a closing thought, it would be, you know, the goal again is not to get, um, everyone to agree with every single, like there, there is no one, I would say that goes to will ever go to any church where every single one of their personal preferences is met. That's right. not a thing. You I mean, and I don't agree on everything that we do. No, quite honestly, my preferences are not even all met in our own church. <laughs> right. So that's just not a thing. But what does matter to me is that people do understand again why. Sure. Like, so here's why we need to have clarity on that. We don't necessarily, it doesn't have to like be in line with every single one of our preferences. Right. And so to that end, that really more than anything else is our heart and our goal with the weekly. And there are uh, a couple of things I want you to know just by way of closing. The first is uh, it would be 
awesome if you subscribe to this because we are going to, it's called the weekly. So we're going to have a weekly question that goes out and is answered. And that'll be the easiest way for you to get that directly where you listen to podcasts. Um, But there are two major ways that you can really help us. The first is we would always welcome your feedback. So if you have thoughts, send us an email. We'd love to hear what you thought about this. But then secondly, and most importantly, it'd be so helpful if you would send your questions. Mm -hmm. So if you have a question, why do we do something. Send mm-hmm. that question in and yep. then we will do our best to uh, answer every single one of those that comes in. Because yep. again, there's no question too big or too small. Yeah, We want to build as big of a library as possible yeah. explaining the whys behind what we do. Yep. Absolutely. Makes sense. It. And they should send it in info at Don't you formation. think info at formation? Yeah. Let's formation just, SLC. This is a decision com. that is being made off the cuff in right the now. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of thought given to us. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> but I think that'll be great. So yep. send us your questions. Info and- at formationslc.com. I know that the name change, I'm, I'm still getting people send emails to .church or .tv yep. or whatever. It's info at formationslc.com. That's it. So send us your questions. And thanks so much for listening. And please know we love you. We're praying for you. And we'll see you this Sunday. 